Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Internet Marketing. Hello and welcome to the Internet Marketing Podcast from Site Visibility with me, Scott Colnut. My special guest today is Matt Clark from The Virtual Edge, and we're going to be talking about how to generate leads using the Rainmaker system on LinkedIn. So welcome to you, Matt. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, have you know in advance that when I hear the Rainmaker system, yep. it gets me both excited, I like the name, I like Ooh. the terminology, and it gets me sceptical. What is this system? And I guess, I guess in skepticism, there's an error, there's an error of curiosity as well. <laughs> no, that's what I was just about to say. It's like, if you weren't skeptical, you wouldn't be interested. So that's a good step in the right direction, right? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think some of the skepticism actually just comes from with LinkedIn. Um, I, I've met consultants that work on LinkedIn automations and software and I've met yep. kind of agencies that work on the organic side and there's a real divide as to which way to go a fine yep. line between using automation to be efficient and then before it gets to be spammy yes. and I think LinkedIn I know they've addressed some of the spammy marketing tools and stuff over the years and they seem to have done a pretty good job of that yep but there's still that little bit of a reputation about some email messages some marketing tactics on LinkedIn uh, being a little bit too intrusive, I guess, is, is the word. So I'm interested to get into that at some point. What, what I was curious about just before we start, though, the, the Rainmaker system, I actually know of the term Rainmaker from a book, uh, yes. How to Become a Rainmaker, and I just I was curious if there was any link to that at all. Yeah, no, no, there's no link to that at all. Um, you know, oh, we actually, I read, I read the book a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, that's amazing. And I was like, why not do that on LinkedIn as well? And then funny enough, we actually went and we built this whole thing and we looked at everything up and then we saw a couple of other people pop up and say LinkedIn Rainmakers. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a bit crazy. But you know mm. what, you know, whether it doesn't really matter, you know, there's people all around the world doing different things. Some people have just got it up there and they're not doing anything with it. Um, I think it's like any business. There's going to be similarities. Like what idea in this day and age is really brand new out the box? Right. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. So the, the concept of um, the Rainmaker system, uh, before we go into it in, in yeah. more granular detail, uh, is it something that can be applied to other areas of business or is what we're going to be talking about today strictly kind of applicable to LinkedIn? Yeah, that's a great question, Scott. Um, you know, what we do is we don't just teach, okay, here's how to do stuff on LinkedIn. What we actually teach is, you know, how to market better 
how to become a better person, how to get laser focused on your ideal client, create your message, um, set yourself up so that you're irresistible to your ideal client, and then how to actually build real relationships and conversations. Now, Mm. we actually chose LinkedIn as the portal to go because it is a professional network and people are there to do business. Um, and you know, for me, I'm someone that that's not technically savvy. Um, I used to do door to door sales. I did door to door sales for eight years, didn't open up a computer for eight years. And so I wanted something simple and easy to use that I didn't have to go and learn. And LinkedIn came along and I was like, well, I can virtually knock doors online, speak directly to my ideal person and have a conversation. And so everything that we, we, we help people create and teach, it can be applied anywhere. It's about doing better business. We just happen to use LinkedIn as the channel to go out and find the business. Mm, there's something really interesting you touched upon there, is um, which I hadn't really thought about too much before. But uh, give, given some of the uh, uncertainty in the economy right now and the mm. high unemployment rates, you just touched on something just going from door to, se- door to sales and then being more comfortable in kind of LinkedIn yeah. and it being a kind of natural transition. I guess there's a key message for a lot of salespeople out there who might find themselves in difficult situations is yeah. that the learning curve with LinkedIn maybe isn't so steep. Maybe that's a great place to start to apply some of those offline sales skills. Definitely. And I mean, you know, the way I look at it is, like I said, I mean, for me, I, how I grew my businesses before was all face-to-face. It was literally all door-to-door. And now we do everything over Zoom, but it's the same process. And that's what I like about it is that, yes, it's a little bit more manual. Yes, we use some automation tools as well. Um, and you know, please go into that conversation a little bit later. I've got some gold there for mm. you. Um, okay. But it's really an enabler. And it's just simple and easy to use. Um, you've just got to know how to set it up right and, and do the right thing so that you're not spammy, so that you're not fitting into the same boxes, you know, the people who you don't like getting messages from. Mm. So on the on the concept of, um, I guess, prerequisites, so skills that you might already have that can make the system easier to apply. Yep. Are there any commonalities that you found with the people who you teach the system to where you find they're more or less successful based on their history and skill set? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the big thing that I see, there's two main things that I look for. All right. Number one is have they got proven results? Okay. So are they an expert in what they do? Have they got proven results with their clients? And it doesn't matter whether you're selling physical products or, you know, professional services. It really doesn't matter. Have you got proven results? That's number one. And the second thing is, have you got a high value offer? And so what I mean by that is, you know, LinkedIn is a bit more manual. You're not running funnels. You're not building landing pages, running ads and all the rest. So you need to be able to, you need to be able for it to be worth your time. Because if you're going to go and spend, you know, half an hour, an hour, two hours, three hours a day on it, you want to make sure that when you're talking to people, you're not going to sell them something for 50 bucks or 100 bucks or 500 bucks. It's actually going to be worth your time to get on a call and build a relationship and have a conversation with them. Hmm. And so how did, how did the system come about for you? Um, if you could maybe talk me through your brief history about, I mean, you've talked there about door-to-door sales, and then I assume at some point there was a transition to online. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk about how... how um, I guess two questions here is how did you firstly get into LinkedIn, which I think you touched upon, and then how did it, I guess it it must have stuck for a reason. There must have been a reason that you decided to kind of uh, double down on LinkedIn and specialize in that area. There was actually, uh, and that, that transition happened two years ago when we focused specifically on LinkedIn. 
And what I was doing before that is, you know, I used to have a business selling telephone systems, uh, PABX copiers, CCTV door to door. And, um, Myself and two partners built this business up to a really good business, seven figures. We did it in four years, all door to door, um, you know, all no marketing, no advertising. But I found I wanted something different, right? And I wanted to be able to, you know, own my own time. We were working long, crazy hours. I wanted to be able to travel more, earn more money online, earning dollars, euros, pounds, you know, instead of just rands. Um, which is an interesting currency when you go and travel. <laughs> and, you know, so I decided, I saw that, you know, online is the way to go. And I actually came across, we had, we had a whole bunch of these international speakers come through success resources. They came and spoke in South Africa. And I went to go and see them. And I was looking at these guys and I'm like, these guys have got the lifestyle that I want to lead, right? They're traveling the world. They're speaking to lots of people. They're making money online. Their businesses are growing without them. They're earning, you know, all sorts of currencies and they can do it from anywhere. And I kind of looked at what they were doing. And I noticed that most of them at the time were using a little program called Infusionsoft. And when I started diving deeper into the system, I was like, this thing is amazing. You know, it, it allows you to automate and do what I used to have a whole bunch of, you know, like 60 staff members doing. But it doesn't come with people saying, yeah, I'm not coming up, I'm not coming to work today or losing their phones or getting pregnant or, you know, not pitching up to the office, you know, a system just works for you. And so we started diving deeper into that and started helping people, you know, automate their businesses because I didn't have a business at the time. So I thought, well, I get this. I understand how it works. I understand the concept. Let me help people start implementing this. And we did. And we started getting some results. Um, And then what happened was that a common theme started coming through where we were helping people automate their businesses. But the next step is, well, okay, so now I've got this down. Now I need more leads. And because we weren't professionals, I mean, we tried, we'd gone down the route of Facebook and um, we, when we eventually managed to get it right, they shut our account down. Um, Facebook just didn't work for us. Google didn't work for us. And as if by chance, I actually spoke to a, a friend of mine in Australia and she shared what she was doing on LinkedIn. And I started implementing some of that and I started getting results. And what happened was that, you know, we started just connecting with people, setting up meetings, walking people across the line, and we had connections turning into customers. And it was fantastic. And we kind of figured, well, there's probably a bunch of other people who need this as well. And so we just started helping people. And then we slowly made the transition. We decided, okay, cool, we can't do this one-on-one because it's not scalable. And we decided to create an online training program. And how that online training program actually came about was quite interesting. So I was at an event in, in the US in, I don't know, 2017. And um, we'd kind of taken our eye off the ball in terms of, you know, sales and marketing. And what happened was we had about 3,000 Rand in our account, which is about 150 pounds. Okay. Sitting in the US, uh, still need to pay for, you know, everything and just stuck. And so we did a post into a group that, you know, had a bunch of our ideal clients. And we just said, guys, what is the number one thing you want to learn? We're busy creating an online training. We're going to give it away to some people for free to, so we can get some testimonials and results. And then we'll be charging afterwards for it. We had over 240 comments on that post. We had a bunch of people pre-buy and we did $70,000 in sales in a week. Well, there's a, there's a big lesson in, there that just stands out to me immediately mm-hmm. is that um, 
using LinkedIn groups for, I guess, idea validation. You had an idea, you validated it via LinkedIn group and had 240 comments and there's ever a sign, you know, this has got some, this has got some value. This has got some legs to it. Um, well, that's it. I think th- that was actually before we even got full on into LinkedIn. So that was on a Facebook group. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, Facebook. Wow. Yeah. 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 That, so it's, it's like a crazy story, right? And so what happened is that we do a lot of target market validation through LinkedIn. Um, we do a lot of target market validation through that and through, you know, people's networks when they come in. So we teach them how to do this and then give them the tools to be able to go out and do it. And so, you know, when I got back from the US, I was like, well, I better get stuck in and start building this course now. <laughs> and, you know, it was so funny because I'm sitting there in the kitchen building my course and my uh, girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, um, she's now my wife. Um, <laughs> was uh, she was sitting listening to to me shooting this shooting this video course, and she came back to me the next day and she's like, "Babe, I got something exciting to tell you." I was like, "What?" She said, "I've just booked twelve meetings from LinkedIn." I was like, "What? How?" She said, "You know, well, you were busy filming the thing last night. I was just sitting listening and implementing what you were talking about. I picked up twelve meetings." And then by the end of the week, she'd signed up seven of them and it generated $25,000 in new business. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It reminds me of, um, there was a book that I read. I've forgotten the name of the author, but the concept of what you're talking about, there was a book called Ready, Fire, Aim, I think it's Yes. Called. I can't remember the author. And the idea is the um, pretty much what you're talking about. It's the validation of an idea and then iterative small steps before refining the process. And in your case, building the course after you had actually validated the idea. Exactly. Um, uh, and so I guess, uh, so how long ago was that process when you started to build the course between now, then and now? That was November, 2017. Um, okay. Yep. You know, so two, so two and a half, yeah, two and a half years ago. Yeah. And so I guess it's been a case for you. Um, you built the course, uh, and then it's time to market the course. Um, and I assume that you're marketing the course organically, primarily through LinkedIn. I don't know if there are. Yeah, maybe talk through that. So, so once you have the course, how have you been spending your time over these couple of years refining the course, but also marketing it yourself? Yeah, hundred percent. So a lot of it has been through LinkedIn. Um, you know, we we definitely are people that eat our own dog food right? Mm. We use what we teach actively in our business to generate leads, to generate clients, um, and to help people. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer that if you want to really help somebody, you know, do it. Um, it's a lot easier for me to show people what I'm doing that's working than, you know, try and teach them a concept that I've got no idea if it works or not. And Mm. so we've got a couple of, we've got a couple of, uh, strategies, right? So one is through LinkedIn organic, um, and we've also been, you know, playing with the ads and that's been really, really good as well. The LinkedIn ads is fantastic. Um, we also do, we've done some organic Facebook posts in the past, but we haven't done any of that. I don't know, in the last couple of months. Um, but then also a lot of, uh, joint ventures. We do a lot of joint ventures with people that, that, you know, see a gap in the market that can be really beneficial for their, for their people. And we, we do a JV with them. Um, and then also referral partners. Um, and in, in our own network. So, you know, we do a lot of it organically, um, some of it probably a little bit manual, but that's okay. I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun, you know, and you really get to know your, your audience. 
Yeah, I mean, that's going to be, I mean, we're going to go into the actual system itself. And I imagine one part of that is identifying your audience. But I just put one question before we get onto that. So um, in terms of this course, uh, are they receiving the information directly from you in the course? Is it you and your team? Uh, that's something I know people are always curious about. Am I going to get the information from the person that actually created yeah. it? Yeah. Well, you know, my, myself and my business partner created it together. And so yeah. it's me on the training that goes and delivers it. And, you know, we've obviously built the business in a special way whereby you know now we've been able to the business has grown quite nicely and we've been able to bring in coaches um, we've been able to bring in people to help grow so you know people get me personally at the higher levels right yeah. at the entry at the entry levels i mean i've designed the course in a way where literally if you just go and follow what's on the screen because it's all click here do this do that it's not a talking head in front of you you know just talking at you but it's all screen share so click here do this do this do this um and interesting enough, our, our coaches that have joined us, they actually used the system in their own business. They got results in their own business and they asked how they could help out at a deeper level. Um, and we saw them really interacting and, and getting going. So, I mean, these people are all products of the product as well, who are just, they're incredible people. So depends what level you come in at. Yeah, I remember reading somewhere as well. Is it that you have a goal of reaching 10,000 businesses with this uh, course? Is that right? 5,000 in the next five years. Oh, it was 5,000 in five yeah. years. Um, we're currently on about 1,500 in two years. Oh, nice. Okay. And so, I mean, w w at the point, at this point, um, just having introduced a system, I really want to get into the detail of yeah. the system. I appreciate you, you know, there's so much you can't share because that's, <laughs> that's why the course exists. Uh, and there's only a limited amount of time that we have, but maybe if at a top level, you could break down, um, the system, I, I guess two parts here, what the system is and the steps to the system, but also, um, the aspect of manual versus automation and where that comes in. That's the part that, again, you seem particularly interested by. And I know that's something, you're, um, and our audience will be interested by as well. How much manual aspect is there and how much automation? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think let's start with, um, I'm actually break down the system because there's nine steps and yep. um, there's three stages, nine steps, right? And I've actually got this on my website. So I'm happy to share and people can go and, and, uh, and watch this on yeah, my I'll website. The show notes. Yeah. yeah. And really it breaks down into three stages, which is position, connect and scale. So positioning is all about these three things, right? Number one is get laser focused on your ideal client. Stop trying to be everything to everyone and sell to everyone. Get targeted on one client. Use the power of one, solve one problem for one client and think about who's going to be on LinkedIn, right? Once you've got that, I mean, you're going to go deep into and you've got to do market research and you go deep into, you know, their pains and frustrations, their goals and desires, the fears and implications and their dreams and aspirations, because you're going to use that to talk to them in the message to connect with them on a human level. And then so step two is about creating a message, what we call the pickup line. And this is how to go from invisible or a brown box syndrome, as one of my friends, uh, Steve Brosman says, um, to being completely irresistible to your ideal clients. So what do I mean by that? This is your headline. Most people have got something like, you know, CEO of whatever their company name is or author, coach, podcaster, you know, they're trying to get SEO from that. But honestly, I mean, if you're not a, everyone's trying to do the same thing and you look the same as everybody else. So, I mean, if you're the CEO of Coca-Cola, okay, different story. You don't need to explain who you are and what you do. So as an example, what I do is that I say my pickup line is I help coaches, consultants, and advisors. Get two to five high-value leads per day from LinkedIn without paying for ads or through the Rainmaker system, rather. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's clear and concise. People know how to work with me before they even talk to me. Then step three is about creating your profile. It's about doing your makeover. So turning it from an egocentric profile, which focuses everything on you, because most people's profiles are written as a CV. I mean, if you look through your profile, and this is always a great exercise to do, right? If you look through your profile and you've got too many I, we, us, my, ours, we call this weing all over your customers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's all focused on you. You've got to make the focus everything on the client, their pains and frustrations, all that work you did, you know, figuring out the ideal client, focus everything on them. And that's what takes it from an egocentric profile to a client centric sales page. Just by getting this right, you know, you'll have more people reach out to you. You'll be more irresistible to your ideal clients and they'll actually connect with you. It just changes the game. You know, so when we start going to the next step, which is the connect and the scale, this is about building your authority. I'm going to shoot through this quickly, building your authority, creating relationships with people through direct outreach, and then putting out content that your ideal client actually cares about that they're going to reach out to you on. So it's very specific. Then in the scale side of things, it's about having an irresistible offer. So you you want to turn your, your product from a nice to have into a must have. Okay. Make it irresistible. Then having a solid follow-up process in place because, you know, 85% of people give up on the first connection, whereas 85% of sales are made after five or more contacts, right? So you want to put a process in place for that. And then the last step, and this will kind of answer the next question as well, step number nine is automate. And the reason it's step number nine is because it takes you from a manual process to an exponential automated process. But the secret about automation is that you can't automate something that you don't already have a proven process for. And so I'm a firm believer is that, you know, if you're jumping in, I I like automation tools. I have automation tools running, but automation is not about taking you out of the business. Automation is actually about putting more of you into the business. The automation is about having a refined message already that you know works, that you know is proven, that you know generates conversations, and then letting the automation do the hard work of the connecting, of the reaching out, of all of that stuff that takes a lot of time, so that when people do respond, you then can jump in and take that conversation further as a human being and really build that that relationship. So... It allows you to spend less time doing the manual work and more time doing the work that matters. But you've got to have a proven methodology before you automate. That's the key to it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mm, no, that's a really, I think that's a really key message to take away. And, and I guess it's proven in the steps that there are eight steps before you even start thinking about automation. Yeah. Uh, which is really, really refreshing to hear because um, I, I mentioned that I was skeptical at the beginning there. And that's because so much, there's so, I, I, I mean, I'm a believer in the fact that, um, yeah, there are certain things that you should try to refine yeah. organically, manually yourself and refine the system and then look to automate. I think that's a natural and iterative way of doing things. Absolutely. And if you try to automate too fast, I think you miss the, I can't remember the way you phrased it, but you kind of miss the human connection aspect um, to your to your messaging. What I'm curious about is out of all of those steps, are there any really trends in um, when you're running the course and feedback from your customers about the steps that they find most difficult? Yeah, it's it's different for different people. You know, the, the steps that are always most difficult is are the first three steps, which is getting focused on the ideal client and then creating a message that is going to attract them and then setting your profile up um, for conversions. Because once you get that up and running, the rest of the stuff is is pretty simple. Actually, everything feeds off of the rest of that. So sometimes, you know, some, some people come in, they get it right straight from the beginning and they fly away and it's amazing, right? They'll come to one or two, they'll come to one or two calls. They'll get what they need. They'll go on and they'll be really successful. Some people hold themselves back because they feel like they can't just choose, you know, the big thing is like, I can't just choose one because what about everybody else? But that's just not true because most of the people that I talk to, and, and remember, I'm looking for guys who've got results and who have a high ticket offer. They don't need 20, 30 clients a month. You know, they need four, they need two to 10 clients a month, which is completely doable through that. So it's about being more authentic. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess on the... Uh, and are there any exercises that you, uh, you don't have to go through the specifics in the course, but quick exercises that people can undertake or maybe resources that you can refer to. Absolutely. And again, I can link to them in the show notes that, but I think being authentic is one of the most difficult things. People finding their voice, finding their way to message, I guess, writing their, writing their pickup line in a way that is natural to them yeah. and doesn't feel, uh, well, feels like them. Are there any exercises you, you go through, you recommend in the course yeah. uh, to help people with that? hundred percent. We've actually got a, a, a document that people can get from our website, which is called the 20 minute profile makeover, which will take them oh, through nice. a couple of steps on getting their pickup line, right. on making sure that their profile is set up in the right way that they can go through themselves and go through the training and actually go and implement that. Oh, great. Uh, I'll link to that in the show notes. And cool. it seems like, um, yeah, if, you, if you're kind of skeptical or you're nervous and you're thinking, you know, uh, you know, maybe you want to invest in a system on LinkedIn and you want to start um, posting more or messaging more yeah. or generating leads on LinkedIn and you just need to get over that barrier of, um, I guess it's self-confidence in a way, then maybe go download this uh, content and start to just uh, a simple starting point is to download this content and give your profile a makeover and uh, start with your pickup line. The pickup line makes me smile every time. That <laughs> phrase, which is funny. Um, so, um, okay. Um, and so 
having run this system with um, through a number of companies, I appreciate that there's going to be a lot of variety in people that have experienced success yep. and then people that maybe haven't or have experienced difficulty. But the promise of delivering um, or the expectation of delivering two to five leads a day is, I guess, how early have you seen success with some clients in generating that number of leads? Yeah. And is there an average an average amount of time that people have to invest before they start to see those numbers? You know, it all depends on the person and how fast they want to move. I mean, we've had people who've right. gone in, got the system, gone through everything because it's not like a long training. You know, I don't. My idea is that I want people to get results. I don't want to be, you know, drawn out and wasting time and incomplete systems. Like, go in and get results. Because because I know is that if you're getting leads, then you want to, and you're getting sales, then you're going to want to come and do more with us, where we help take the business to the next level. So, you know, I've seen people do it, you know, get the system, and literally by the next day they've picked up their first client. I've seen people implement two or three things while I'm doing a live presentation and pick up leads and clients while we're on the call. I've also seen other people who've taken three months to get to get anything done because they keep going backwards and forwards between their ideal clients and they keep trying to make it perfect instead of just putting something out there and going with it and making it better along the way and refining it along the way. So mm-hmm. if if you are someone that's listening to this and you're thinking, well, how quickly can I get results? The only question is how quickly are you willing to take action? Because if you're willing to take imperfect action quickly, right? You can experience results within days. And I don't mean just like more yeah. connections. I'm, I'm actually talking about leads, people giving you their contact details and wanting to get on a call with you to work together. That's what I mean by lead, not just connections. Yeah. No, that's a really important different, uh, uh, differentiation to make there, actually, is that, that your your expectation and your kind of promise is the two to five leads a day, not just connections. Mm. Is, there, is there a minimum amount of time that you'd be expecting someone in your course to be taking to uh, not to generate that number of leads, as you've just talked about, just the, the minimum num- um to get more confident in LinkedIn, yeah. to generate connections, to generate leads, that the minimum number is, are we talking hours a yeah. day? So we actually put a process yeah. in place called the Rainmaker Power Hour which is you spend an hour a day, okay, for 30 days. And here's kind of like the the metrics, right? Is we, you know, spend an hour a day. So once you've got everything set, or even while you're setting up, if you spend an hour a day, okay, the total watch time of the videos is like seven and a half hours. So it's not long. Um, It's the implementing that, you know, if you don't implement quickly and fast and imperfectly, it's going to take you a bit more time. But we recommend an hour a day, you know, and you do it for the first 30 days. And if you connect with, you know, 60 people a day for the first 30 days, and those are really sort of average numbers, you know, you're not excessive. And I wouldn't really make, I'd say that's like the ceiling of people to connect with in a day, you know, Um, because you want quality over quantity. You know, if you do 60 people, 60 minutes a day, 60 people a day for 30 days, that's 1,800 possible connections. We typically see, you know, on average between a 20 and a 25% conversion rate of people that actually connect with you. So if we work on the low numbers, right, 20%, we've seen people do 40 and 50%. If we work on a 20% conversion from that, you know, we're talking what, 300 and 360 people, 360 connections. And then if we say out of that, you know, 10% of them say they're interested in talking to you, that's like 36 calls. That's 36 potential people that want to talk to you. And those are really low numbers. Hmm. Yeah, the, there's, there's a lot of, and it's thinking about the power of LinkedIn and just the, the connections that you're able to make. One thing I did want to touch on with you is 
Um, so far throughout this discussion, we've been talking about connections. We talked a little bit about messaging and I think I touched on in-mailing. But there are uh, one thing that I've been seeing with LinkedIn, and I think this is coming. I mean, we've seen the acquisition of, I've forgotten the name of the platform, but it's now LinkedIn Learning. Linda. Um, Linda, yeah, Linda. Um, So we saw that a couple of years ago. The introduction of native video on LinkedIn and more recently live streaming, which I can't remember the actual who that's um, available for, but I know it's a select number yep. of people. I think I, I forgot. I think it's the LinkedIn influencer people. I can't remember the yep. exact uh, terminology. Um, and there's the ability to now, I think, also provide video through in-mailing. Is, is your system primarily message-based? Have you evolved into the, the video aspect? Is that part of the course? I well? Definitely. I love video. So we're busy um, putting some stuff into the course about video. But, you know, we do it. We yep. do like a two-part thing. So, you know, I, I, I don't believe that doing an online course is, you know, for a very small percentage of people, they actually do it and they get stuck into it and it works for them. But for most people, I probably say it's like 5% of people of what we've seen, 3 to 5%. But for 95% of other people, they want some place to get some feedback and they want a sounding board and, you know, they want to talk to somebody and ask some questions. And so we actually run weekly, um, weekly coaching calls where people can come on, ask their questions, get help. And that's where we share some of the strategies that, you know, we ourselves implement. Um, I'm a big fan of sending video messages. I love it. I think it just adds a whole new dynamic to the business and to your interaction because the person can get to see you and hear you before they even met you. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. We use a couple of different tools. So there's in LinkedIn itself, we use that. But then um, there's another tool called Bonjoro, which actually will integrate with your Gmail. And when you're communicating with someone, you can shoot a video on your phone and it'll email them a video message. It's stunning. Yeah, no, that is interesting. I just, I I was thinking about, I I don't know who the typical, actually a good question for you is, who is your, is there a a typical position in a company? Are you working with CEOs, managing directors? Is it that level of person you're working with, with founders in a company? Uh, Yeah, so we typically... uh, we typically um, deal directly with the business owner. Um, I want to speak to the decision maker. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And it, you know, but it's different yeah. for different people because, you know, some of our people work with HR directors or they work with the, you know, they work with different people inside an organization. It just depends on who they're targeting. Mm. The fascinating thing that, um, that I'm thinking about as you're saying that and why I asked that question is that the biggest difference with a, I guess a LinkedIn marketing solution or course as you're talking about, or uh, uh, just any kind of marketing on LinkedIn is for it to be authentic. It's got to come from you, which means as a business owner, and I imagine this is a challenge that you face as a business owner, some businesses that you work with might have marketing teams. And so they're used to all their marketing going through their marketing teams. But if you're working on a, in, in a program like this, you have to commit yourself as a business owner to the marketing yeah. aspect. That's not something that you can outsource necessarily full time to your team. Right. You have to take responsibility for yourself. So that might I be, that. I imagine that's quite a big challenge for a number of business owners who that's really getting them out of their comfort zones and putting them at the forefront of their market. Yeah. And you know, it really comes down to the question of what do they ultimately want to achieve? You know, I'm a big believer yeah. of, you know, you of, of we, we've got a saying in our business, like you can't outsource something that is core to your business, right? Marketing mm. is core to your business. Now, what you can do is you can outsource the implementation of the marketing. But if you really want to be effective, like, I mean, you think about it, any business owner that's got a marketing team now, they didn't start that way. 
They came up with the ideas. They went and tested out in the market. They went and did all of this stuff. Then they got people in and they said, this is what I'm doing. Do more of that and run with that. And that's how mm. they built it up. And so it really depends on the business owner and, and what their goals are. But we've got some people that we work with that have got marketing teams, that have got sales teams. And what we do is we get them to work together. So we say, guys, cool. What is your objective? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to target? Where's this business going? What do you charge? Um, how many clients do we need to get to reach those goals? And then we just work our way backwards. Um, and sometimes, like, you know, I worked with a, an organization uh, when last year they had 10 salespeople and they were primarily targeting, you know, professional services and, and entrepreneurs. And so what we did was that we had each salesperson target a specific sector. So one did doctors, one did attorneys, one did, you know, professional, I don't know, whatever. I can't remember all the ones. So each of them chose one. And what happened was that they tripled their sales in the first month. I mean, they were doing four, four sales meetings and closing three of them because they were so laser targeted. But everyone's on the same page. Well, one of the questions that we're going to ask actually is um, in terms of industries or in terms of sectors uh, on LinkedIn, are, uh, is there, are there any industries that you see success in more than others or is it quite varied? Are there any industries generally to avoid on LinkedIn? From what you, you know, see? it depends on what your goal is really because anything works. I mean, you think about it, it's a professional network. Okay, you could find partnerships. It depends what you want to achieve with it. So a couple of the things that that we've done, all right, on LinkedIn, and maybe this I'm, I'm answering this question not so directly, but more in terms of what's your goal for it, right? So we've connected with media and we've been featured in some some you know media around the world. We have filled up live events, we've filled up online events, um, we have got direct customers, we've got partners, we've got affiliates from there. Um, we've got speaking gigs from there. Um, you know, we have, uh, found people from there. We've recruited people. We found suppliers. We've got onto podcasts. So it's a professional network. I mean, it doesn't matter what you sell or what industry you're in. You're going to need to have a network of people around you for different things. So it's just about determining, you know, if you're going in directly for leads and you're selling, you know, a $2.50 biz up thing, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you've got a $2.50 biz up thing and you're looking to find more JV partners or you're looking to get onto podcasts or you're looking to get featured in the media or you're looking to fill up a webinar, well, then it's a different story. Just depends on what you want to achieve and how you're going in with it. But it's a professional network. So, you know, you can, there's so many ways you can use it. There's a bunch of people on there, awesome people. Yeah, and and, and actually speaking about um, just the the... I guess people aspect, but um, I, I, we touched on groups before, and we haven't touched on groups during this conversation that much. But um, from I don't in, I don't personally engage in LinkedIn groups too often. I I kind of I lost interest in LinkedIn groups myself a little bit more yeah. a couple of years ago when they were just being spammed by yeah. marketers, and I haven't really caught up to date too much with LinkedIn groups. Um, it, it I guess my question is: Is that a part of the course? And do you think there's still life in LinkedIn groups and engagement today? So we don't really use it um, as much. Yep. Uh, there is benefit in it, but you know, pretty similar reasons to what you shared with me as well. So we don't really focus too much on, on LinkedIn groups. We focus more on the direct outreach, um, and having one-on-one -on -one conversations yeah. and relationships. But that being said, there are people who are doing really well with it. Uh, we just don't mm. focus. In yeah, 
yeah, that makes sense. It must be a case by case basis in certain industries. Perhaps there are engaged LinkedIn groups, but yeah, it's more that in marketing in my little bubble, um, I guess I found it difficult to engage in LinkedIn groups because there is so much, uh, I guess, spam and just, I guess, noise um, and not too much value. Uh, on the topic of just other LinkedIn features before we, we kind of close out the podcast and uh, speak about the future for you and, and your company, The Virtual Edge, um, are there any LinkedIn features that you're particularly excited about looking to the future and just seeing, you know, you've spent a few years now on LinkedIn. You're, I assume that you're on LinkedIn yep. every day. What trends are you seeing and what are you enjoying engaging with? I think the biggest thing that, that excited me was when they, start, when they allowed us to start doing like videos. Oh man, that was cool. Mm-hmm. And because we use it in so many in so many other parts of our process of our sales process, and you know, I work with my my sales team and I teach them how to build real connections, and you know, sending WhatsApps and you know, sending videos and just really build connections with people. So when that came along, that for me was huge. And you know, they've got a couple yeah. of other things uh, coming up. My business partner Wes is actually more um, on this side of things with trends and everything that's that's yeah. uh, that's going on. Um, and you know, but for me, the, the, the videos was the big thing. Um, that was a game changer for me. Absolute game changer. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That makes sense. It sounds like a, you're a real advocate for the video marketing. And like I said before, that's a key message is that there are going to be business owners out there, whether they, you know, whether they're thinking about, um, looking at your course or just trying to spend more time on LinkedIn in particular, that, um, that there is a need, there is a skills need there to and maybe even a business um maybe there's even a business opportunity there to create something about helping business owners get more comfortable with presenting themselves on linkedin um particularly for some particularly for some of those powerful messages uh, that you talked about um moving into the future of your company i'm just i'm I'm curious what's what's ahead for you now so i mean it sounds like you've been running a couple of years you've got you're refining the system but it's been successful you have evidence of it being successful you have a goal of a a certain customer goal are there any other goals within your companies and what what can people our listeners expect maybe from your system and the developments of your system yeah man amazing great question so you know what we do a lot is is that we actually ask it we ask a lot of questions of the people in our community Um, and we ask them you know where are they strong where are they weak where do they want more help with and the number one thing that keeps coming up every single time is sales right so you know people are and i typically find this with a lot of a, a lot of business owners out there is that they're really good at what they do delivering their service or selling their product their product knowledge is great and they're super clued up on it but they can't sell so they start getting leads and then they're not converting these leads into paying customers of course we haven't even talked about that that's a massive part <laughs> that's like the biggest yeah. part is like leads is only one piece of <laughs> right. So what we decided, yeah. what we did was that we took my experience in door to door sales and we actually created a process in the back end, which allows anybody, doesn't matter how great they are or, or not great they are at selling to be able to increase their closing ratio, but by having videos and processes do, the, do most of the heavy lifting for them. We um, went in. We, and so that's it. That's being built into the course now. Or we've actually built it in and we've run our tests and the results have oh. been absolutely incredible. I mean, I actually did a, a list of, um, for a presentation I did yesterday, I, I put a list of the results that some of our students have got during COVID. And it's insane, man. Yeah. It's, it's insane the results they've got. Uh, that's, uh, that's amazing to, uh, to hear. So um, I think that's... Yeah, I mean, I'm getting some, there's some key lessons out of uh, this particular 
uh, podcasts that I'm receiving and that, you know, business owners, um, there is no, there is no place to hide on LinkedIn. It's um, you being, you are your business, you're at the forefront of your business and, um, you know, use video to your advantage on LinkedIn because people are engaging with it. Um, this and into the and and even into the, even into the future, there are courses um, such as the Rainmaker system, which are building in ways to help you uh, utilize video to your advantage. And that's not only to generate leads, but then into the process of um, into the process of closing deals. And in addition to that, I think the other big message is um, that, that I've kind of received from speaking to you is that. Um, get comfortable with the organic side of posting of the organic side of building connections before you start yeah. to automate. And, and then you'll be, when the time comes, then um, automation will be a lot easier and you'll probably find it a lot more advantageous for your business. Definitely. Um, Matt, before we uh, close, any other key messages that you want to leave for our listeners? You know, I'd say the big thing is, is focus. Um, you know, too many, I see too many people out there trying to do everything at the same time. Like, you know, they're on, they're on Facebook, they're trying to learn ads, then they're on Google trying to run ads and on YouTube shooting videos and trying to do podcasts and trying to get on LinkedIn and trying to do all these things. I'd say the best thing to do is focus, you know, get really good at one thing, solve one big problem for one ideal client, and then start growing it from there. And as you start focus, you, you, you focus, you get really good at it. Then you put systems in place to automate it, and then you move on to the next thing. So I would say focus is really the big message because um, it was such a big thing for us. When we just put the blinkers on, um, man, things started accelerating. Well, it's funny you say that because that is a perfect way to close the show. Um, but you talked earlier in the, you put, you talked earlier in the podcast about that time where you know you were seeing your peers and they were in a position and in, in positions that you envied that you know they wanted you wanted to travel the world you wanted speaking gigs you want to appear on podcasts and it sounds like you're doing all yeah. of those things and that comes through focus on focus on your system and on linkedin so um i guess uh, feel proud of what you've done and thank you so much for coming on the podcast Be- before we leave uh, are there any and i can include these in the show notes but where can yeah brilliant find thank you? you um first place obviously is linkedin right <laughs> and please if you connect Yep. If you're connecting uh, yep. with me on LinkedIn, pop me a message. Let me know you heard me on Scott's show um, and I can give Scott some feedback and yep. let him know as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then the second yep. thing, so it's Matt Clark SA. Um, you'll see Matt Clark SA. And then the second way is on our website. Um, so go to our website, www.thevirtualedge.com and go and watch the seven-minute video, which will take you through the nine-step process we spoke about today. And then go and download the 20 minute profile makeover. You know, there's a training that goes in there. And, you know, our thought process behind this is, you know, I don't want to sell you something right off the beginning. I want to make sure that it's a good fit for you. I want to make sure that, you know, you actually like us. We like you. And if you like what you see and you want to learn more and want to learn how to take it to the next level, book a call, come chat to us. Let's see how we can help. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Matt. I'm going to be downloading that profile optimizer, however you described it just then myself and going through my profile. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for your time for our listeners. Um, again, if you're looking for an agency, you need support with marketing, email grow at sitevisibility.com. If you need specialist LinkedIn advice and you're looking for that one-to-one kind of coaching, check out all the URLs in our show notes for the virtual edge. And you can find all of the show notes at sitevisibility.co.uk and this podcast on platforms. Uh, okay, thank you very much, Matt. Great. Thanks so much for having me, Scott. Bye-bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.